This NFC training camp preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. Plus, deposit this week and get a free $10 MLB futures bet. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also teaming up with All Things Comedy to run back the 2019 NFL playoffs. Via Madden Sims and giving away ten thousand dollars in my bookie credits. The championship game is this Saturday, and we're doing a five hundred dollars squares pool. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares for all the details. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD, now shipping legally to all 50 states. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K U S H Y Dreams.com, promo code SGP. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, right? Real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog shout out to the Kramer gang. Forgot to do that on the AFC preview. made a note. Have to shout out my people. <laughs> Kramer gang my was, left, was left hanging in wait, waiting <laughs> for their leader, which by the way, Sean, you, you, you know, um, the, the sim result to the, the, the ending of the, the simulation we called the other day. Yes. It had me thinking, is that the, is that the craziest outcome? Well, of 2020 from a football <laughs> perspective, will anything outdo the backdoor block field goal that they didn't even need for a touchdown? Yes. Of course you're talking to the, about the Bengals Colts game that we did a sim mm-hmm. of. If you missed the clip Ooh. or the game, Check us out on Twitter at Gambling Podcast right now. Uh, it's the pin tweet. We'll see if it is when this drops. But regardless, you can you can track it down pretty easily. Pretty loud event. It, it was wild. So the Bengals could have just kneeled it out. Like clock was literally about to expire. Instead, time at time as it's going down, three, two, one. They kick a field goal, which they don't need. They're up like five. Uh, they're up seventeen to twelve, and then the field goal, of course, is blocked. The Colts pick it up, return it all the way for a pick six. And someone pointed out the crazy part was that the uh, the the Colts ended up kicking the extra point because that could have gotten blocked yeah. and returned the other way yeah. by the Bengals <laughs> for a two point whatever you would call that a pick two, and that would have been uh, a real wild result. Yeah. But uh, the Sims have been so much fun. We of course are going to be closing out the football tournament with all things comedy this weekend. So. Make sure you tune into that. The rest of the uh, divisional games are going to be Friday night and then Saturday night, championship Saturday, AFC championship, 
NFC Championship and the Super Bowl, aka the symbol, all happening back to back to back, all live. We're talking about a six-hour broadcast oh of gosh. us getting drunk, watching video games, plenty of gambling going on, yeah. and as if you needed another excuse to bet on it, we're going to be giving away Super Bowl squares mm. for that final game. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/squares to get your square, and uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/atc. See where you're at in the uh, standings there for the race for ten thousand dollars in mybookie.ag credits. Of course, mybookie.ag, the exclusive home to all this sim gambling. If we're calling a game and you're betting on it, you can only do yeah. it over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. They're bringing back the hundred percent deposit bonus. And since baseball is back this week, a ten dollar free Ooh. bet on any uh, MLB future. That of course only happens when you use a promo code SGP, where you can of course play, win, and get paid. Did you already put your ten dollar future on the? Phillies. I, I, I are you pretending to be a Phillies fan again this yes, year? Yes, I will. Nice. Uh, I will. Uh, I also kind of. My wife pretends to be a Dodgers fan, and she would be mad if she heard this. But uh, mm-hmm. thank God she's not one of the three percent of the women that listen to this podcast. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, Phillies. And again, we're probably going to uh, be doing a baseball podcast. Maybe this actually airing after the baseball podcast, where I make a case for the Phillies, but. Again, with these restart leagues in the NBA and the and MLB, take a take a couple shots on these on these long shot, these huge dogs. I mean, especially with teams maybe having to sit a guy who got the corona, any sort of situation, the small schedule, small sample size, it just favors the underdogs even more so than normal. I mean, same reason we we, we talked about uh, variants in week one and two in the AFC training cap camp podcast. The same oh, yeah. thing, right? Like it, it's just you're you're playing the variants, so why not why not play it play it aggressively, Sean? Yes, Philadelphia Phillies thirty to one right now over mm. by Bookie Dot AG. Uh, yes, please give mm. me a little taste of that. Bryce Harper finally gets mm. his revenge on the Nationals. I mean, what were the Nationals last year to win it all? I mean, they're twenty to one this year. I think they were probably what, like forty to one, fifty to one last year. I, you know, the Phillies aren't a bad bet, but I, I also wouldn't, I wouldn't personally bet on the Phillies. But the price is interesting; they can get it done. They can get it done. Kramer. My Yankees are going to get it done, Sean. I'm a big baseball fan, as you know. <laughs> big fan of America's pastime. Yeah, I was up until I, I think. I think when Derek Jeter retired, a little bit of my heart retired, for, mm. uh, and my love for baseball. Did you retired. get a? Did you get a uh, a gift basket on the way out from Jeter? Uh, he had. If, your if heart. I can only be so lucky, God willing, one day I'll get a gift basket from Derek Jeter. Nationals were uh, twenty <laughs> to one as well last year, so I thought that, I thought they were a little bigger dogs because they All were right. ten to one once the playoffs started. But uh, hey, why are we talking baseball, Sean? You're this offending This is a me. football podcast. Can't, you're, I don't know what this baseball love is. You uh, need to watch Formula One. That's what you need, Sean. I mean, yeah. Hey, man. I like to dabble. NFC training camp. So these are. This is part of the preview. Just one line item. One big thing. Okay. Either a big question, a stat, a, an opinion, a take, whatever it is. One big thing. And of course, we got the division previews coming up in August. And uh, this is just the this is the appetizer before the main course, which is the division previews coming up. We'll kick things off. NFC North, Green Bay Packers. I'll start with the Packers. 2018, they were three and seven in one score games. 2019, they shot up to nine and one in one score games. Mm. Is there a chance they don't regress? We always like 
and the Packers have just so many, so many like warning signs of like yeah. regression, regression, regression. They're gonna suck. They're gonna suck. They're not gonna be thirteen and three. And then all the drama between Rodgers and Lafleur. There's so many signs pointing to the fact that they're not gonna be as good as their last year. Are they still gonna just be pretty good? How far are they gonna regress? No one's predicting they're gonna be fourteen and two or thirteen and three again. Maybe it's not as big as we're thinking. That's kind of my question. How much are they actually going to regress? And I have a I have a stat to to back up your point because my point was very similar, right? Is is this is this the regression team this year? Sixty three points was their margin of victory, which is the least the least from any thirteen win team in the history of the NFL, Sean. Six, again, sixty three points, winning uh, point differential. The lowest of any 13 win team ever. Yeah. Ever. And they did so while facing the easiest schedule. So if that doesn't scare you from a basic regression standpoint, I I don't know what would. So my question is simply like, can can this team survive regression? Especially when they've taken with their first two draft picks a quarterback who will not play and a running back who will have a very limited role. So you're saying it's a bad strategy to draft a quarterback who's not going to play in the early rounds? Not if you think your offense is teetering on failure, like we just kind of highlighted a little, or your team is teetering on failure because you have the reboot waiting, right? Mm. But what a strange long game to run Aaron Rodgers out of town. Yeah, what, like what are you doing? Like, not a good strategy. Well, all right, so there, there's. I don't want to take too long on the first team, but there's a chance you're right, Lafleur. But if you're wrong, what a you wasted the last couple years of one of the greatest quarterbacks well, of my lifetime. And this was cl- this is clearly part of the Aaron Rodgers window, right? They got to the NFC yeah. Championship game. We just you know laid out the case for why it was a bit fraudulent. But wouldn't you want to just keep exploring that window? Well, and and in the the hot take or not the hot take, but the question you're going to see from other Square media outlets is certainly going to be like, can the defense take a step forward in spite of not getting draft pick reserves coming to support them? You know, like that. That's where we're going. Anyway, yeah, Packers, they they have an uphill battle this year. I will say that. Yeah, and uh, and will. Will Rogers be distracted? He just broke up with longtime mm. uh, girlfriend Dana Kapatrick. They bought a. This is insane. They bought a twenty-eight million dollar Malibu beach house in December of two thousand nineteen. Wow. I don't know what's going to happen to that. But and then quarantine happened. Yeah, exactly. And then he realized uh, it's not working out with the old Danica. Time yep. to time to land him another uh, another friend. All right, moving over. Turns out he likes to have his partners need to have a smaller dick than him. (laughs) See what I did there, Sean? I got it. I'm two for two. Moving over to the Vikings. You like that? You like that? We've given Kirk Cousins a lot of shit, but Kirk Cousins went into went into New Orleans and beat the Saints in the playoffs. Sim gods. He did get waxed uh, by the 49ers the next game, but can Cousins build off that momentum? Will this be enough? Give Cousins that confidence he needs to get over the prime time hump, the always auto fade and big game hump. I mean, he he showed up in a big game. Is that is that an outlier or will that be a trend? That's the that's the big question for the Vikings. 
Yeah, I simply wrote is is Cousins finally a franchise quarterback? Yeah, he's been paid like a franchise quarterback for a number of years, but is he finally the franchise quarterback? I'll throw he's out. He's been a little, on the franchise tag a number of times. Sean, you know I like to throw out nuggets from time to time, but this this one was uh, was intriguing to me. The Vikings. The Vikings were a team where Cousins had success in spite of their lack of success in the running game, at least consistently. So I was a little surprised to see that when Cook was out there and when Cook wasn't out there, Cousins was a similar player. Mm. Uh, now, I do wonder, Diggs. He's he mattered, so I don't know if trading him trading him out was the right move. But from a locker room perspective, it seems at a, at the very least he was outspoken. So again, my question really is just: Is Cousins finally ready to be a franchise quarterback? Sean, I believe they only have one or two post or primetime games, so that's looking good if you're a Vikings fan, at least for regular season success. Moving over to the Chicago Bears, it's pretty easy. How long do they stick with Mitch? In the AFC podcast, we said how long is is Adam Case going to still be a coach for the mm-hmm. New York Jets because it's a limited shelf life? Mitch Trubisky, the writing's on the wall. You just have a. It, it's got to be troubling when a just a Super Bowl MVP with a long cock just is standing in the in the wing, just waiting to replace you. Like Mitch seemed like an insecure guy before, and now yeah, yeah. you bring in a giant dick god like Nick Foles. I mean, just waiting to take your job. It, to me, it's a matter of time. However, if you can still bet on. Um, Foles being the starter week one. I, 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 sorry, Mitch being the starter week one. I think there was like it was like plus two hundred, plus three fifty. Yeah. Early on, Mitch to be the starter, lock that up because there's there's not going to be any real opportunity, especially now with no preseason games, for Foles to win the job. And I, and I think Bears management is still going to give Mitch the benefit of the doubt. Like he's not going to lose the job in practice. <laughs> right? I, Am I wrong? Uh, I, I mean, I think we were aligned on how you should handle this. You let Mitch go out there and trip over his own dick, and then it's easy to bring in Foles as the savior. Yes, which tees up my question perfectly: Can and will Mitchell Trubisky lose his starting job twice mm. this year? Because we know Foles is not above popping a collarbone. The dude's <laughs> fragile as fuck. Sure, he has a dick named the Philly Special, but I don't know if this is a guy that you want to lean on. I mean, really, his entire career has been injury riddled with the exception of a short spurt in the playoffs where he took Philly to the promised land. So, said a lot of words there. But he really, did. my question is can can Mitch lose the job? twice Mm. because here's something I'll point out to you. Adjusted sack rate for the bears last year, 22nd. This is a D you're going to hear a lot of people talk about how they're due for turnover regression in the positive sense with their defense, but sack rates are, are things that are concerning metrics for a team that relies heavily on it to see them down in 22nd. You say, sure, Ryan, sure. Ryan, maybe that's the bounce back opportunity, but I would say, Hey fan, we, we went hot. We spoke of this a year ago, going from Fangio to Pagano was a problem. 
And that's where we saw it first materialize. Yep. I think we see another step anyway. So Mitch will lose his job two times, Sean. Kramer, final question for the division nope. NFC North, Detroit Lions. Was there friskiness early yes. last year? Was that yes. who this Lions team was what actually was? And they just lost Stafford? Or was it just kind of that random shitty team that got hurl hot early and they would have faded? Anyway, regardless of Matt Stafford getting injured, I think that's the key question there. So again, I mean, uh, uh, we zero prep here, yeah, zero prep here. Um, I have a, another stat to help out your point. G- tell me, where do you think Matt Stafford was ranked in passing yards when he got hurt last year? Top, uh, I'd say it'd be fourth in passing fourth. yards. He was four. Nailed it. Second in touchdowns. Didn't even look that up. Second in touchdowns. Put it on my room. So put it on your room. So the point being, not only that, Sean, one of us picked the Detroit Lions to be a frisky late playoff member last year. Yeah. And again, it, it toppled when the quarterback went away. The quarter- well, you remember that Chiefs game, right? They should have beat the Chiefs in Detroit, the and that was a hell of a game. The quarterback going away is the number one reason to explain variance in a team, and this team was awful. They've they brought in some reinforcements, and like we discussed on the coaching props podcast, it, it seems odd to me that Patricia is the favorite because there's so many reasons why this team could get better. Right? The story was Darius Slay is this great cornerback. He's leaving town. The defense was bad anyway. So, lots of reason to be excited here if I'm a Lions fan. My question is simply are they really a surprise to make the playoffs now that there's a 7th playoff team? I love them as the surprise. And anytime team. the Lions are in the playoffs, I think it's a surprise. Regardless, that, you can put that's 12 true. teams in and it would still be a kind of a surprise to see the Detroit Lions playing playoff but football. But you but you looked at the way they were playing last year before the injury, I, I certainly think they're an intriguing story and for a guy who catches all sorts of shit especially from us, he's Patricia's at least put the he's constructed a roster that can win. So now, now we get to see, I, I I'm going to, f- I have a feeling I'm going to be out on a limb picking the lions to make <laughs> the playoffs again this year, Sean, NFC West, San Francisco, 49ers Kramer. What's your big question? <sighs> Jimmy, the great or Jimmy, the goat. Come on. This can't keep going on. Right? Well, I said mine's very similar. Is Jimmy G an asset or a liability? Oh, wow. Well, an asset or liability is a great way to look at it, right? Because he's, he's getting paid franchise quarterback yeah. money. But really, to me, when they ran the ball 30 times in the NFC Championship game, and they're like, hey, it just, you know, called for it. Uh, there's a little bit of he's not the guy. And then some of those deep balls late in the Super Bowl. But still, he's one of those guys. He's, he's not a guy you're looking to get rid of. But really, is he that guy that last year on that 49ers team? Was there anyone he elevated, you think, on the offensive side of the ball? I mean, I and, so, and I think the Cowboys. He ran well, the offense well. The Cowboys are are dealing with a similar thing with Dak, yeah. where they he's a guy you win because uh, sorry he's a guy you win with, not because of. And yeah. I think Jimmy G is in that same category where you can win games with him, but 
he's not a guy that's going to win you some games that you shouldn't have won. And that's that top tier, that true franchise quarterback, the guy who can pull out those crazy plays, drive you down the fourth quarter, throw a great jump ball to Greg Ward, pull it down. And then, and then go on a four game run to, to help you win the division. Those are the kind of guys that are franchise quarterbacks. The guys that I mean, should get his, paid. you, you called it out, but his yes. Fourth quarter stat line says it all, right? Yeah. I think he completed a couple passes and threw a pick. It, it just show up, be a franchise guy. I, I just don't believe it. The problem is that Shanahan's good and I don't know if they need to, I don't need, I don't know if he's going to need to win a ton of games again this year because they're kind of teed up. Who knows? Maybe this Mostert thing will cause I think I think the off, the offseason thing that's more likely to impact them is trading away DeForest Buckner, who is a goddamn beast. Well, they uh, filled that hole with Kinlaw, so it's yeah, not like they're not putting talent there. That's true, and maybe it's a maybe it's a lateral move, and they don't miss much. Moving over to the Seahawks, for me, how much will they put on Wilson's shoulders? They seem the the Seahawks are a frustrating team. They seem no. they have the guy. They have the guy. They have Danger Russ. They have a guy no. who they have the guy who can create those plays. Who is a true franchise quarterback that you can put the team on and say take care of business. But they seem reluctant to do it. I, I don't ever understand their their where they're at with that. That they 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 get to see it. They've witnessed Russell Wilson, and yeah. still they're like on the fence as to whether or not to let the offense run through. Will this year be a year where they load up even more in Russell Wilson's play? I put uh, mine is will Russ play football? Okay. Uh, there's a lot of layers to this onion. We're going to peel off one. Russ, strangely, I'm going to say something blasphemous, but he strangely feels like the kind of guy that would sit out. I uh, I doubt that he hasn't missed the, he hasn't missed the start his entire career. No, no, I'm saying from the coronavirus standpoint. Like no, but I'm saying from a guy, a guy who's willing to make a political stance and might just be might by might be so far outside the box, like say bending into like selling concussion water and other things. Um, the second layer of this is: Does Pete Carroll and this staff let Russ play football mm. metaphorically so on deeper, the field? A deeper question. Because you know who they signed in the offseason, Sean? The ultimate, I want to give the ball to a guy who's going to trip over the line of scrimmage, and that's Carlos Hyde. You don't sign Carlos Hyde if you're trying to create an explosive offense. You sign Carlos Hyde if you're trying to shorten games and run the ball three yards in a cloud of dust. I'm very concerned. The the bright spot is DK Metcalf. So I, I dude's a stud. I like just listen, Pete Carroll. It wasn't an inside job. Let it go and let Russ throw the goddamn football. Like don't wait till the third quarter when you're down to let him activate. It's ridiculous. Los Angeles Rams is Sean McVay's coaching genius title up for grabs this year. I'll take you. I'll, I'll raise you, because we're gonna we can have the conversation. But uh, why is he not a candidate for first coach to be fired? Wow! Opening a new a... stadium. Oh, hot, 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 they they need someone. I mean, sure, maybe maybe he was good looking before we saw the inside of Cliff Kingsbury's house. <laughs> But now we're just seeing a fucking nerd who watched a lot of game tape. Now we're seeing a nerd who has a shitty quarterback and is putting all of his eggs into the Cam Akers basket. 
The defense is disheveled. I don't know about this. It, Sean, what were the odds for McVay? Does he even have odds? It's probably like 40 to 1, 50 to 1. And Wade Phillips, no longer with the team. And he was quietly, I, I think he was a big part of their success. He was the bridge between the nerdy analytical guy and the players. Well, and also, he was, I mean, Sean McVay is like a young, I mean, very young guy who never played football. Wade Phillips is like, He's like, if you went to Central Casting and was like, I want a football coach, and they're like, How about Wade Phillips? His father's <laughs> name is Bum Phillips. Never met a never met a quarterback he didn't want to sack. Like he's just the prototypical coach. And and I think, you know, guys <laughs> do respond to that. But okay, yeah. you're the pretty boy offensive guru, that's fine. I don't know if they're I, I do feel like losing Phillips could hurt them. And maybe, maybe Phillips lost his fastball, but Brandon Staley, I I don't know. That's kind of a I, I don't really know a ton about him. The new uh, defensive coordinator, which they brought in. Uh, let's see. I think he last was on the on the uh, on the Broncos. I don't know. I don't know shit about Brandon Staley, but he's no he's no Wade Phillips. I'll tell you that much. And maybe Wade lost his fastball, but uh, yeah. And if they can't. I don't know. Their salary cap thing is. I don't even see him listed. Yeah, he's Sean another. McVay. I think he's another young dude. I don't see Sean McVay listed. Sorry, uh, it's on the on the odds. Oh, I, I thought I saw him somewhere, but they, he's certainly like super far off. I, I don't I, think first goes fired, but it, I could see them really after that Super Bowl loss to the the Patriots. They could go six and ten not, this year. Not to go into it, but it's not exactly like they're owned by a guy who is, you know, some revered owner who's going to stick with you through thick and thin. It's true. Um, by all accounts, Stan Kroenke is a real ruthless son of a bitch. So I, I wonder how quickly the hammer falls if things start to go. I mean, this is not the best time to be moving into a new stadium. If you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's going to be so weird both the Las Vegas and Los Angeles stadium if they end up opening up like brand new stadium it's just completely empty. That's going to be kind of creepy. Well, you heard Mark Davis, right? It's what? all or nothing with the Raiders. <laughs> what does he mean by that? It means if they're not allowed to have all the fans, they're not having any of the fans. It's like shut the fuck. Dude, that's that that is You Tommy boy looking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> like what the fuck? So you're saying there's a chance. Like Dude, if you can have ten percent of the fans, why would you not do that? I mean, you would really turn down money, right, so guy who clearly needs money. Classic example of dad was a smart, innovative fucking dude who worked hard. Offspring are just complete dredges of society. Let's move on, Sean. Moving over to the Arizona Cardinals, I, I'm I'm. Waving the red flag here. Uh-oh. Are they getting oh. too much hype? Are the Arizona Cardinals this year's Cleveland Browns? Mm. We saw it last year. The media was getting around him. Young second year quarterback. Okay, they brought in a high priced receiver. Don't you see the similarities between Freddie Kitchens, Cliff Kingsbury? Very both like yeah. franchises that have sucked for a tremendously long time. Desperate for that story of them, the hope, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I think. If you're a Cardinals fan, in the back of your head, you're like, "We're not the Browns," but I, secretly you're a little worried, right? Well, and in mine, similar statement, similar question: uh, Is this the fantasy value hype team of 2020? With 
Kyler very similar to Baker. He's skirting up there to where he is now. You know, he's the guy you're thinking about, or at least you're seeing in rankings after those top couple guys. You're seeing potential for top guys in the running, like Kenyon Drake. Like, yeah, who's see? You he's see, about to get paid. Maybe? You see a team with top five talent across the board. Fantasy wise. I, I just don't know what they did to fix that defense and why anything's going to go differently this year. I like Kyler as much as the next guy, but you know, if there's a team that couldn't be more obviously headed towards a subpar season, just because the bar has been raised so high, yeah. it's the Arizona Cardinals. The hype train is getting off the rails. I worry if you're a Cardinals fan. Now, I will say before you get to that, Sean, the sure. only way that if the Rams outdo the Cardinals, that that's maybe one way they can skirt up a little bit. That's true. It feels like there could be some disappointment in that NFC West. Tell you what, you're not going to be disappointed about. Good folks over at Ace Per Head, the leader in pay per head providers, make it so easy to start your sportsbook. So easy, anyone can do it. Even someone who had no idea what oh, they're no. doing computer wise. All you gotta do is go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free. Just that easy to set up your own online sports book. Turnkey operation. They give you a login. You have your own betting site. Get it going. I mean, MLB's happening. Basketball is about to be back. NFL futures up for grabs. All that and more. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Stop trying to beat the bookie and just become an online sports bookie. Kramer NFC South, New Orleans Saints. What do you got for me? When will the Jameis Winston era begin? <laughs> not you're, you're, not you're joking. Just calling for Jameis. I'm not joking. I it, yeah, come on, Drew, Drew Brees. One way or another, I just don't think. I think this is the last year we see him play football. He's that, not going anywhere next. Like no one's taken a old. Like he's beat up. He's a dome quarterback who expired last year. I think we saw him expire late in the season. So yeah, I, I very very serious question because it's not Taysom Hill. We're not. It's definitely not going to be Taysom Hill. Jameis Winston, or or the funnier version is Jameis Winston turns out to be really stupid. Can't pick up the offense. <laughs> turns gets cut, out gets cut. <laughs> goes back to t- no, I, I I just think when is he starting? I mean, it, talk about a coup. The the Sean Payton pulls off a masterful signing I of Jameis Winston, I'll, gets a number one pick, can now train him to be a proper quarterback. I yeah. For me, week uh, seven. I'm saying I did a little uh, gambling analysis oh. here. The Saints are favored in every one of their games. Now, normally they've been pretty decent as a favorite, at least past three games. You're projecting them to be favored in every No, I mean, you can look, the look ahead lines are out. Every single game they're favored. Now, obviously, it'll change as the season goes along, but the early look ahead lines, they're favored in every single one of their games. Will there be value in fading them? Yeah. Past three years, they've been like seven and four, I think, each each, uh, season as a favorite. 100%. I think maybe this year, and that probably ties into. Maybe Breeze. I think this year there may be some value in fading them. Uh, I love fading them because you you I know we don't we're not going through schedules or anything, but they go they start with the Bucks, which we've seen with that we see we've seen that story before. They then head to Las Vegas. That's gonna be a hell of a road trip. Could be hot as fuck 
It is a night game. Still could be hot as fuck. What do you mean? They're gonna be in the dome though. Yeah, I'm sorry. Still out <laughs> in the desert. Yeah, you get dehydrated when you're out in Vegas. I get it. Then they have Packers. Then they go with two lines. I, 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 I'm telling you. I think Drew. This is the end for Drew Brees. It's got to be right. Like when I look at a team, are you really excited about the Saints? Uh, I'm excited I'm, about tomorrow. I'm, I'm looking at what they did in Madden Mayhem, and they still feel pretty frisky. To they me. are sim gods. Atlanta Falcons. For me, it's very simple. Was there one and seven start a forecast for the end, or mm. was that second half turnaround legit? When I heard he the the coach was drawing yep. coaching assignments out of a hat. Bingo. That to me, that was like, okay, he's done. It's just a matter of time. Dan Quinn will be fired. I think it will be this year. That's where I'm leaning. But there certainly yeah. is that that opposite side. And I've heard people kind of quietly high on the Falcons and yada making all the right excuses. And now, you know, they bring in uh some talent, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever. I, I think that one in seven Falcons is closer to who they are and who they will be in 2020 than that second half. First coach fired or surprise seventh playoff team. That I think that's the range here. May, maybe a little bit higher. I, I guess you could say they can win the division if the Saints fall off completely. I, I another team where it's like, yeah, Dan Quinn. What his odds first co- coach to be fired are interesting because. If it starts bad, he was the guy, as you pointed out. He went all in, right? He's fucking changing coaches around. He's drafting the guys he wants to draft. I mean, they fucking signed Todd Gurley. How desperate are you <laughs> to sign Todd Gurley? Hey, Matt, That's something you do when you're when you're on your way out. I, I did I did see this uh, over on ESPN. Matt Ryan sacked only fewer than Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson over the past couple of years. So that's crazy. Those guys get sacked a ton. I don't think about Matt Ryan in that same yeah. conversation. So, you know, may, that's the narrative of how they fix it, right? They shore up the line, they get a pass rush. Maybe this can be a team that wins the division, or they don't, and Dan Quinn's out of here by week six or whenever their buy is. Tampa Bay Bucks. We know the big stories, but to me, it's it's a very simple thing. Will we see Sis Tom mm. or No Risk It, No Biscuit Tommy? So will will we have that check down high completion percentage New England offense, or will we have the guns out? Let's air it out. Maybe Tom Brady wasn't thrown deep because he didn't have the protection, or the scheme didn't call for it, or they didn't have the receivers that could get out. Like his most re- reliable receiver was Edelman, so he couldn't get the deep ball. The position that Bill Belichick was worst at in terms of giving Tom Brady weapons is the wide receiver position. The one year he got to play. With Randy Moss, it kind of reminds me of McNabb and the Eagles, where they they had a decent offense, had a lot of talent around him, had McNabb had a nice window where he was a franchise quarterback, but just had one small window where they had an awesome receiver. But for the most part, receivers kind of trash during his era. Well, and it shows you how valuable some good receivers can be and what they can do to a quarterback. And for me, I I kind of went down a similar path, but it just flat out attacking the name. Like is Tampa is, is Tampa anything the worst fucking thing in the world? Like, <laughs> who thought that was going to sound good? Tampa, Tom, Tampa uh, Bray, bro. Tampa Bray. Tampa oh, Bray is t- my favorite. Tampa, really? I'm over it. Sorry, Sean. 
I, I think that Dude, the, you know, if I have a bet on the bucks, I'm going to be yelling Tampa Bray every it's a baby fucking wheel, man. But as I was thinking about the bucks here, the one angle where I, I, I don't think I'm going to end up settling super high on them, but I'm definitely intrigued by the idea of Tom Brady having nothing to lose and having receivers around him. It, it's interesting. Cause I like that angle about it, but then they're also checking a lot of boxes for that free agent super team where everyone comes together like that. That shit never works out in the NFL. So that's what's scaring me off of it. Yeah, and, and as I think more, I should have revised my question to be, simply be like, "Will we? Will, is he still the goat if we see him get put down midseason?" <laughs> because well, no, then John Elway skyrockets to the top. That that's the tough thing about a scenario like this. If he if he plays like he's got nothing to lose and he just has just a like he's no different than Jameis Winston. Like imagine if we're looking at at Tom Brady four weeks into the season and he has like eight touchdowns and nine interceptions. Yeah. Fucking Jameis Winston we could have done that. Anyway. What's next? Carolina Panthers. Can Matt Rule do enough to jumpstart this team? I, I don't think they're gonna be a playoff team, but enough that you see the the teams that kind of bottom out new coach in kind of makes yeah. them scrappy, the, almost the Brian Flores role where no one expects much out of them, but they do enough to kind of get a little heat going. And uh, I, I was looking at some deep analytics where uh, Teddy Bridgewater actually not that bad at throwing the deep ball. Didn't have a lot of opportunities to do it, but, and you got, um, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Who's that receiver? Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, Robbie Anderson, the guy who the threatened, skull fucker. The guy who threatened a nut in the officer's <laughs> wife. <laughs> the officer's wife's face. Yeah. Hilarious uh story there. Do yourself a Google uh, and Google that. But uh maybe there's a couple of big plays out of this Panthers team, or maybe there's like a little scrappiness in brings. Maybe this longer than normal training camp with no preseason games kind of has a college environment. They rally around rule. And uh, make a little noise here, but Matt Rule does feel like the storyline for sure. Uh, my question is simple: sleeper, sleeper, worst team or sleeper team tanking? No one's talking about the Panthers tanking, and this is a clear rebuild. They hired a coach for the long haul. Yeah. Um, the red flag is that you know, I would say that the general the transition from college to pros don't always work out well. I mean, by remember Bobby Petrino oh, quit God. like a little bitch. <laughs> But I, I would say, like, this is so very clearly a rebuild. Uh, Keekly gone. Uh, mo- most of the snaps on the defense gone. A lot of the production, uh, pass rush gone. It just feels like a rebuild where they very obviously are giving Matt Rule a large leash with that contract. So why why are we not saying the Panthers are tanking for Trevor? Well, I hope because I hope they have very, very clear bridge quarterbacks and Teddy Bridgewater, who literally is, the bridge quarterback. And while we liked him, uh, PJ Walker, PJ Walker, I just hope we get to see him play in the NFL because he was so fun to watch in the XFL. You know, you get the sense like perhaps the Panthers are are sneakily covering everyone's eyes up, and and they're the ones that are going to end up with uh, Trevor Lawrence before before it's all said and done. Moving over to the last division in our NFC training camp preview, the NFC East, aka NFC Beast. No man, it's been a while since you can say that with a Philadelphia Eagles. Can the speed they added to mm. the offense be enough to kind of jumpstart things? We saw. What okay. what the team was capable of week one when you had Deshaun Jackson two 
50 yard touchdown passes. Oh, here we go. He's back. Uh, depending on if things go well in his trip to I'll switch, they drafted Jalen Rager, who it's going to be tough to expect a ton out of a rookie receiver, but maybe he gives you a little spark in special teams or they, they work him into the playbook. Yep. Goodwin. Uh, maybe he's involved. I, I think he could be a dark horse candidate to get cut actually assuming the rest of the receivers stay healthy. But to me, that's, that's a big story for the Eagles, right? Very now. specific preview of the Eagles training camp. Uh, I remember driving back from Las Vegas with you after that game. And it was just nothing but listening to Eagles podcast, making yeah. sure that, you know, up to speed on all the, all the talking points um, for me, it's simple. Carson Wentz. Can he prove that he can stay healthy two years? Oh, in a row? come on, come yeah. on, Kramer. You can do better than that. Well, the, the the team sh- is saying maybe not by drafting Jalen Hurts. So I think I hurts. I think there's some pressure on Carson Wentz here to show. I mean, I'm I'm the first part of this was kind of a joke, but the second part isn't, which is there there is now legit pressure because they took a guy in the second round, which is the number one reason why it was a dumb fucking move. Well, but also there was pressure on him. Uh, there's always been pressure on him because there's always had, pressure on him because you make a lot of money and you're in the franchise well, or, fucking quarterback. Or when the team p- says, "Hey, we're gonna waste." A second round pick on a guy who might be your replacement because we're not sure you can make it through a sixteen game season year in and year out because you're a goddamn pussy. Sorry. That that last <laughs> part was my opinion. Kramer, you can't call someone a pussy and then follow it up with chugging coconut water. That really I'm, I'm takes dehydrated, away. Bro. That really takes away from the sting oh, of I'm being dehydrated. called. Only in Los Angeles could one person <laughs> call someone else a pussy and then slug. Some generic <laughs> coconut water. <laughs> Shout Not out to even Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. Moving over to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. How bad can their defense <laughs> become and still be competitive? Because oh, that wow. is the that is the sleeper yeah. in this Yeah. Mike McCarthy, he's a defensive guy. Well, and they've kind of they've let and Demarcus Lawrence, now he's talking about not playing. Who knows? I'm sure. I'm sure when they actually explain well, to him that he won't get money, he'll play. But <laughs> well, he's concerned. They, they, he doesn't want his pile of guns to get Corona. <laughs> was that him? No, that was a different guy. Uh, but I mean, they, really, they lost a couple. Of, they lost their cornerback. They've lost a couple other big guys. Uh, Van Der Esch has trouble staying healthy. There's there's a ton of. I mean, that defense wasn't that great mm. last year. Certainly, they brought in um, the kid from Oklahoma, the receiver. That was a you know. Uh, CD land. That was a nice draft pick for them. They're relying on Dak and Zeke. Um, both probably will have Corona again by the da- time the the season kicks off and please it's rain rain. So the, everyone's saying like, Hey, their offense is going to be so good. They're going to outscore these teams. It doesn't really, that's rare for that to work in the NFL yeah. in the current state. I mean, we saw the greatest show on turf that Rams team, but even they, you know, that worked for one year, but even that second year, they lost to that, that better defense that the new England Patriots had. So I I think there it's could work to a certain degree, but I I think their defense is so bad. It could prove to be a serious liability for this team. And in a season where they're bringing in a new head coach and new, uh, you know, bringing in other offensive weapons, maybe the offense, not completely. They did keep their same offensive coordinator, which I, I do think Will help them, but in this shortened off season, where the where the offense is essentially probably going to be behind the defense, especially early, and their defense by even you look at their roster should not be as good as their offense. I think they could be in trouble, Kramer. So uh, the question for me is, can Mike McCarthy be successful without Aaron Rodgers? 
Yeah. <clears throat> period. And, and this is a scenario where you're going to read a lot about how the Cowboys underperform under Jason Garrett, who was put in a bad situation, as we know now. Now he's being put in a good situation with Joe Judge, New York Giants. But with Mike McCarthy coming in, everyone's going to talk about how he, my playoff wins and all this bullshit, right? But it was all with Aaron Rodgers. He now has Rain Dakota Prescott playing on a franchise tag. Maybe. Does that change the way he plays football this year, Sean? Hmm. Does that change the way? He puts his body on the line for the organization, who is clearly not willing to invest in him. Uh, or is this just just a case of a guy who was a good coach in a good situation and had the right quarterback roll through and had a lot of su- success in Green Bay? Now he's going to a broken locker room with a spare parts defense and an offense filled with, I'm going to use the quotes, talent. Again, you know, Zeke's getting high on Twitch. <laughs> he's faded, Ryan. He's faded. Whoa, whoa, don't say he's high. He's suing the guy who said he was high. Wait, why? That would be awesome. Isn't that what we, faded means? Well, uh, he claimed it was faded off of drinking, which, again, he clearly was high, but. Um, All right, so I respect him less. Like a man who's going <laughs> to lie about smoking weed. Bo Vice. Friend of the program would never lie about smoking. Uh, so weed. yeah, my question is simply this: like I, I, you know, obviously I don't like the Cowboys, but I, I'm I'm a little confused why everyone thinks Mike McCarthy is just going to come in and solve the problems. <laughs> How, what problems did he solve in Green Bay? Jason Garrett, we can all agree, not a good coach. We're about to find not a good coordinator for the Giants. But that's not nice. In, in what world is Mike McCarthy a clear step up from Jason Garrett? Now. If 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 it was Matt Rule or someone that's a bit unknown, then I think it's easier to make that case that he's a clear step up. But yeah. Mike McCarthy is a known quantity. Jason Garrett, known quantity. It, where are people handicapping that Mike McCarthy is so much better than Jason Garrett? I don't see that handicapping. I think I think we're in lateral move territory. I do. I would grade Mike McCarthy as a better, yeah, I as mean, a better coach. But is it that much better? I think it's you know he's slightly the scale slightly skewed more towards winning, but still underperforming. Yeah, that would be the angle, right? Like in a way, he under. How many times did Aaron Rodgers win a trophy? Once. Yep. That's underperforming, right? Yeah. If you got Aaron Rodgers, one Super <laughs> How Bowl? are you only getting one? Like that's that to me. That's a coaching problem. I think uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Dak has had his fair share of success as well. I believe he trails only Tom Brady and wins over the last couple of years, but Kramer, that is a disgusting act. Did you just go out of your way to compliment rain. <laughs> i go home and get your fucking shine box. Oh, Dak he's rain now moving over to, Oh, what's your question? Here we go. And the New York giants. Will the Giants' mm. offensive line mm-hmm. hurt Stop development it. as a quarterback? Oh, oh. I, I think that's a legit question. Did you because not see that what Andrew Thomas is up to? <laughs> Did you see the way he? No, was and I see Nate Solder, and I see what he's up to, and he's a human turnstile. I worry so that bad. the the brain trust of Kitchens and Garrett coming in there maybe not enough factored in with the the questionable offensive line play, not enough to. Help Mr. Jones in his development. I, I'm. Se- I think that to me is a big question. Now, Giants also kind of in the similar range of of the Cowboys defense, where it's tough for me to 
to, to really identify yeah. a bunch of playmakers on that side of the ball or, or any sort of defense that's going to slow them down. The offense, I think you can make a, an easier case for because there is some talent at the skill position, but I think the lack of just consistent offensive line play will be their downfall. Kramer, what's your big thought question for the uh, Giants here? Well, I mean, I, I think <clears throat> I have a number of questions, but I think the question I'll ask in this forum is simply can Daniel Jones get some goddamn respect? <laughs> People are coming. I mean, the, the Madden rating and the fumbling problem in Madden is a real problem, <laughs> but Kenny, this guy was a rookie got thrown into the fire. Plenty of quarterbacks have given the ball away a shitload. But when you isolate things like his mobility, his arm talent, his ability to make a tough throw, these are all things I like now with the great structure built by Freddie kitchens, Jason Garrett <laughs> and all rise Joe judge. Uh, I'll go home and get your there's, fucking there's, I believe there's not going to be a judge. dirty shoe in the building. Do you, you know uh, a little nugget I learned while, while doing this research? Sure. Somehow, uh, somehow bill O'Brien is one of the few coaches out of the, the, uh, the bill Belichick. I'm sorry. The yeah, the Bill Belichick uh, coaching tree. He's the he's the only successful one. that has a winning record. Him and Vrabel, I think it was. Yeah, Vrabel, small sample size, but they're the only winners right now. I, I think he he looks to buck that trend, and I think if nothing else, he should be operating with a leash. But yeah, my, I I I I do think that Daniel Jones, for whatever reason, gets shit on. In a way that is just different. And yeah, I get it. He's a quarterback in New York. But when he stands the fuck up and progresses from year one to year two, like most quarterbacks do, I expect an apology, Sean. <laughs> well, here's the thing 18 uh, fumbles is not going to, ha- not going to cut it this year. That's a bold prediction. Now, here's what happened with the Daniel Jones. Everyone shit on Daniel Jones. Oh, it's the worst pick of all time. Yada, yada. And went all in on Daniel mm. Jones being a horrible pick. And then Daniel Jones comes in, wins his first start because the, yep. the, the bucks miss a 30 yard field goal and the giants fans and New York media was like dancing on everyone's grave, yep. freezing cold takes. You're the worst. And then it turns out he, he sucks yeah. a bunch later as it goes on. <sighs> so I think that that is where the Sean people rookies are, suck. That's how it works, right? But I'm saying the the backlash from the original Daniel Jones hate is what's causing this second backlash, this second wave. We haven't we haven't flattened the curve of Daniel Jones hate yet. His five 300 yard games, Sean, were tied we for can, second if he can in not, NFL history by a rookie. Well, passing yards are a very vital stat to team success, Sean. <laughs> it will be a spoken apology. All right. When they win the division, Kramer, we well, can pull this, and know, I will, I will eat my words and apologize to Daniel. Well, Jones. since I've gone on record stating that the Giants will win the division, or Redskins, you w- gave yourself an out. Walter Football has joined the Kramer gang, so I'm not alone in that prediction. I'm not on an island; it's an island of two. Closing, it means we can reproduce. Closing out, you and Walter. <laughs> it's a, it's a metaphor, you know. Shout out to uh, ESPN, by the way, for taking down the Redskins logo. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, no, we call them. We still what call, we call them. We call them Washington Redskins until they come up with a new name. Then that's when we will start referring to them as the Washington Football that's Team. Right. 
the Redskins. What will Rivera's impact be? Maybe it won't be on the field, but things are just so they have Isn't a there a chance this is like a Doc Rivers Clippers situation they, and Ron Rivera is Doc Rivers? They have a legitimately good front seven. Other than that, it seems like everything's all over the place. Haskins a real wild card. But uh what will how can Rivera, who seems like not a coaching genius, but at least a respected dude, can get things going in the right direction, possibly? For this Redskins team, I mean, he has a. Thankfully, it sounds like Snyder's still going to be the owner, which I was getting a little worried that he's going to have to be forced to sell the team. Now, luckily, it appears like all the other rumors that everyone was hearing and that were flying fast and furious. Oh, I think they were real. They just couldn't print them for libel reasons. But uh, yeah, check it out if you want to see the rumors. Go to slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We'll clue you in. That's our behind-the-scenes chat. Ooh. Well, uh, yeah, I just, you can't lose Daniel Snyder in the way that he 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 has he's, he's turned he's turned a team that much was, like much like I'm worried with the Cowboys that maybe Jason Garrett was no, the key to their lack of no, success. Jerry Jones is still there. You're tr- you're right, but it, that's the weird thing they've drafted well, but uh, the coaching decisions have just been horrific. Here's Kramer, what, what's your Redskins take? Uh, my Redskins take is I I. I can Haskins do enough to to make this team a legit contender? I think you highlighted the coaching aspect. I think when you have a player's coach who was a player who has had success, you know, he was he was a successful coach in Carolina. That that trades well in the commerce, in the economy of player reputation. And people will certainly know him as a player's coach. So I I think I think having Ron Rivera there and having which means there will be some form of structure in place to kind of shield them from the chaos that happens outside in the Redskins building or or you know allegedly it really comes back to Haskins who went on record and said you know as a kid from the DMV they'll always be the Redskins to me he'll be playing for the Redskin name this year I have a feeling and uh, I. If he can step up and be the guy they drafted, you know, my bold prediction of the Redskins or Giants winning the division. I think a lot <laughs> both of them have quarterbacks going year one into year two. You could argue the Redskins have more talent surrounding the young Dwayne Haskins. Some questions around the offensive line, but receivers, uh, competent running backs, they seem to have a ton of them. The defense could be really good. Like really, really good. Like he might not have to do much good. So my question's about Haskins. Like, will Haskins make teams regret the fact that they passed on him? I'm gonna go uh no. But hey, that's why they play the game. The problem is, Sean, like this team could have a fucking pass rush. Like of no, any I, I said their front seven is scary. The only team in the division that has the potential to have a scary defense this year outside of the Eagles is the Redskins. Yeah, I mean the Eagles' defensive line. Oh, that's right. The Eagles don't have a backside. I forgot they have no cornerbacks. Well, they signed Darius Slay, ah. but but you mean the guy coming from the worst defense in the league last year? Yeah, because he <laughs> hated his coach. Now he gets to play for an awesome coach like Dougie P. Oh, all right, all right, that'll do it for the NFC Training Camp podcast. Make sure we AFC Training Camp podcast already out. Make sure you check that out. And yep. of course, uh. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not subscribed already. Rate, review, throw us those sweet reviews. 
$500 Super Bowl squares for the Sim Bowl, closing things out oh, with Sean, the football how, tournament. How much did each square cost again? Completely free. Oh my Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares and uh, the $10,000 in my bookie credits. That's up for grabs. Again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC. All the details there. Jesus. Stay tuned. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Content train locked and loaded. Got a bunch of football stuff coming. Football is coming. participating in Whoa. the sports gambling podcast and for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan. Is it too, too early to get a three team teaser in for week one <laughs> Kramer? Let it ride.